welcome to Pang Stars. Today we have Amar Singh. He was born on the 26th of December at 7.52 in Stanford, California. He is a Capricorn. Let me introduce our host, meditation teacher, sound healer, and self-confessed baby prostitute Sharpang. <laughs> How have you been? We've taken some time off. Yeah, season two. Season two. So excited. I smell like a baby prostitute today because I had I you know, I was out. I wanna I wanna be fresh for season two. I want to be fresh for our guest here, Amar. So I sprayed on champagne apple body spray <laughs> from Bath and Body Works, which is owned by L Brands. Who, who's, who's the head of L Brands? Is it Leslie Wexner, who is a known Epstein associate? So anytime I want to feel like a slutty 14-year-old, that's what I'm going to spray on. So that's, that, that's my vibe today. This is the primo today. makeup for all <laughs> slutty 14-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, whenever You should get a sponsorship going. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I love those candles. One of my favorite <laughs> candles that is running out soon, it, it's called French Baguette. It smells like crusty French bread, and yeah. I love it. I don't think they make it anymore, and I'm really upset. I should have bought like a case of them. I think it's scary that they can do that. That freaks me out that they can make bread candle. You know? Yeah, like yeah, that seems wrong. Yeah, like how did they figure that, that out? I don't want right. scientists to have that power. Frankly, <laughs> that's I think it's too much. It's a lot of power. I believe one of the places that probably makes all the synthetic fragrances is IFF International Fragrance. Like it's based yeah. in New Jersey, right? Oh, it's like one. The synthetic. Yeah. That's one of the main ones that makes a lot of the synthetic fragrances. So yeah. like usually it's like coconut mist or like Oahu. Maui vibe or whatever, but yeah. I saw French baguette and I was like, I need this. <laughs> There's a lot of money in candles, so all the researchers would go to a candle. A weird amount of manufacturing. Really? Yeah. Well, really? candles, yeah, candles are big and expensive. Yes. People are buying yeah. more candles than, than ever. Cancer treatment. Yeah. That's probably where. I'm. <laughs> I'm sure. If we just sponsored a pink ribbon candle that smelled like French baguette, we I do mean, have I a couple sponsors cancer. now. We should yeah. shout them out. Um, Grind till success, UK. Yes. <laughs> oh, you got a sponsor. We got a sponsor. Oh, yeah. Um, is their aspirational clothing <laughs> label mm -hmm. uh, started by my friend from Leicester? Nice. Um, it, you not got the T-shirt on today. I'm a grind queen every day, though. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you guys, are, I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> grind, grind, grind masters. Always <laughs> solid grinders. My favorite. My favorite. Uh, you guys are nothing but powder. You've ground down so much. <laughs> we. Uh, well, they always post motivational quotes, and my favorite one was, there are two rules to success. The first one is, don't tell everybody everything that you know. Yeah. And number two, it's just blank. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's cute. But that's we're cute. all grinders here. I have, I'm a grind queen. We have some grind kings on the other side of the table yeah. in the studio for me. Amar Singh is a Capricorn. Capricorn he has five signs sign. in Capricorn. Yeah. Five. Five, five signs in Capricorn. He's a Capricorn sun. He's also a Capricorn rising. So if that's the rising sign is kind of like if people don't know you, that might be their first impression of you. Yeah. And I am also a Capricorn rising, even okay. though I'm a double Sag sun and moon. So yeah. I and, and Lewis is also a North Node Capricorn, mm -hmm. which means that 
I'm just going to get into this really quick. I'm not a professional astrologer. It's just my party tricks. So, yeah. you know, for the North <laughs> Node, and I believe yours is in Libra, which yeah. is Lewis's sun sign. Um, because I'll say as soon as you start talking about this, one, I don't know yes. anything. And two, I'm worried. I'm worried I'm you'll worried. be like, yeah, I read your chart and you're like, fuck. Read you're the worst Phil, guy. You're a piece of trash. <laughs> yeah, you're and you're up, not going to amount to anything. And you're never going to make it. And you're never going to be okay. Exactly. And you're like, well, that was a fun podcast. I guess I'll go home. That's just the narrative of all immigrant parents. Sure. Am I right? Yes. Like, yeah. not, not good enough. But yeah, North Node is the sign that as your soul matures, if you go through the journey of life, that's kind of what you aspire to to pick on those qualities or yeah. like to to get that. So Lewis's North Node is in Capricorn aspiring to learn through hard work and responsibility. Let's yeah. get into the signs of Capricorn and what it means. Okay. The sign is like a half goat, like merman. Right. But it, it's the goat, right? So it's like daily That's, grind. I feel like that every day. I feel working. like a half goat merman. I'm <laughs> eating anything and I love to be in the there water. Yeah. Like working hard, like hard work pays off, like mm-hmm. blood, sweat, and tears of all the earth signs. And Capricorn is an earth sign. Yeah. I believe that Capricorn, all earth signs know how to work hard and kind of be steady. That's the grounded quality of okay. earth. Okay, yeah. Right? But Capricorn, I think, is the one day in, day out, consistently understanding that what you put in is what you get out of life. Yeah. Right? Um, can we just go to the chart? What else do we have? So as I mentioned, Amar, you have five signs in Capricorn. The sun is in Capricorn. That's generally like how so you I'm like are. A, I'm like a high-powered Capricorn. Yes. I'm like an upper level. An ultimate like C-level Capricorn. Yeah. C-level What What cap. is someone like if it's cap, all cap signs? Well, is it like a is it like scary or are no, they like super powerful? I think the I think the worst part of like the dark side of Capricorn is that you get to power hungry, success hungry, like mm-hmm. you know, because it's all about success, grinding to success. Right. It's all about you know achieving power. It's not so much about fame. It's just getting like it's like Stuff. very material, yeah, like money. Fame, I love power, money. status. I love all those things. Exactly. Yeah. So you've got that. Your sun is in Capricorn. Your Mercury is in Capricorn. So that's your communication style. I don't believe I've seen your set or heard your jokes. So I, I don't know what you, you talk about often in your set. You might. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of dumb uh, sex jokes. Yeah. A lot of that. Yeah. And then a lot of uh, deeply personal uh, audience jarring uh, stuff about depression and yep. then just like a bunch of whatever else I think of. A lot of observational shit. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, his moon sign is in Pisces. We have two Pisces moons. Lewis also has a Pisces moon. Crybaby sign, right? Crybaby. But Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. So that yeah. means that Pisces is empathetic okay. and can understand what like all the other signs have been up to or like you have a lot of empathy for others. Let's okay. just explain it a little bit. So the yes. the sun's your main one. Yeah. And then your moon is how you are like privately or to people that you know. Yeah. Close well, friends and so. family. And the rising sign is how you might appear to people who don't know you on first glance. Yeah. Okay, so the moon sign is in Pisces. We just passed a beautiful Pisces full moon, the harvest moon, on February. Well, not February. Yeah. On Friday the 13th. Thunderstorms. Yeah. Hawaii bar was packed. Yeah. Which isn't usually the case. Mm. Mm-hmm. No one's there when I host. Yeah. <laughs> I was there. I was there also uh, on, on Friday. Yeah, everyone was there. You weren't there the week before, though. No, (laughs) when you were hosting. I was alone. (laughs) That was all right. 
And this full moon is about releasing things that don't work for you anymore. Maybe it was very transformational because it was also on Friday the 13th. Yeah. It's also the harvest moon. So this is the last kind of fall as we as we make our way into fall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Full moons are always powerful. And it was in Pisces. And both of you have Pisces moons. So, you know, very intuitive, flowing with the waters of the zodiac, understanding others and maybe wanting to help or be kind of like a caretaker. Yeah. Um, Mercury sign is in Capricorn. So that's how you communicate. We just went over that. Your Mars is in Capricorn, which is kind of like the god of war. So it could be aggression or sex drive. I also have a Mars Capricorn. Yeah. And I also like to say like Capricorn is like the boss bitch CEO of the zodiac. You know, you know, your discipline, you know how to crack the whip, you know what you need to do to yeah. get to where you need to go. Okay. And as a person who is earth dominant that's you you have five earth signs yeah and all of them are in capricorn you of course understand how to work hard how to get what you need get what you want and you're so I'm, wo- I'm like a ceo type yes like a future billionaire yes, yeah, well, yes. thought leader yeah thought, thought leader. leader mind control king exactly does, yeah. does that resonate with you all does that sound like uh, that part of it, th- honestly, not not really. I don't feel like a future CEO, <laughs> but I'm hoping that this will awaken something in me, All right. yeah. such that people in like a hundred years will look back yes. at this podcast and be like, "Oh, that's when Amr really changed." Ooh, that would be cool. After Turning that point, point, I'm like in charge of the world, living this totalitarian post, dictator, post yes. Pang Stars Amar, right? Yeah, really, exactly. when he came into his own, and then the guilt will lay on both of your heads. <laughs> Uh, for the atrocities that I intend to commit I'm in order prepared, to take over the world. I'm prepared to accept responsibility for yeah. your future atrocities. As long yes. as we get to have the um, the state broadcast show <laughs> yes. in yes. Yeah, yeah. the Amar Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, cool I mean, with you guys, that. You guys put me up to being a, a power-hungry king. <laughs> yeah, we can do all the propaganda <laughs> of the on the station. Yeah. Absolutely. Good morning, Amar land. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that is all what I'm glory. gonna call it. All glory I'm gonna call it uh, to our land. Yeah, land. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, it, it, maybe you could have you could have uh, Epstein's little St James Island <laughs> because that's probably sure. on the market soon. Yeah, yeah, I you could rebrand it as. Do you think it's non- gonna be really expensive or really cheap? <laughs> True, <laughs> that's a great question. I feel like it's one. It's not gonna go for well, what he bought it for. Well, the upkeep on it is so expensive as well. So I'm sure. Yeah, but I mean that's any island, right? Any island that's that you can buy. Uh, like I'm saying, I'm saying it's more expensive because uh, like another billionaire pedophile who really respected Epstein is going to buy it <laughs> as sort of an homage to Epstein. And so the there's a bidding war going on right now. Like a mm. Walt Disney style. Like well, it's like Hitler's statue grave. Statue of his hand up. Yeah. Hitler's grave is now just a... I've been um, there. It's just a car park it's a now, isn't lot. it? Yeah, it's yeah. shitty. Yeah, like it's paved over and there's no sign because they didn't want it to be a neo-Nazi <laughs> yeah. monument. It's yeah. just like a shitty like car park. Like you just go across the street, it's like that like crappy car what park if, fence. Yeah. What if all nothing. the white supremacists just go and park there? Yeah, it's cheap parking. <laughs> and you know, we love yeah. this guy. It's right in the middle of Berlin. What's uh, what's Epstein's chart? <laughs> Oh, it's he some is. weird Scorpio shit. Okay. Yeah, with, with Gemini. <laughs> I was, I was, I was going to be like, it's the exact same as your chart. <laughs> you and Epstein have the could same chart. We're going to do uh, a whole special. on. I think I, I think we looked at it before. There was a, okay, there is yeah. an article about it. Yeah. I want to look at it again. Um, he was born on a significant day that was like, you know, those like uh, planetary like movements that happen he's, every once in like sure. he's 40 a, He's an Aquarius with an Aries moon. Interesting. Where's the Scorpio, though? So do you think we could get into, like, 
astrological like uh, forensics where you can backtrack oh, yeah. other people that are born on this day and be like, well, they're also probably monsters and then find out what they're up to. They're, Do you think this is admissible in court? I don't think it is. I w- yeah. Could you imagine? It's yeah. a party trick. It's yeah. an interesting, because I don't really believe either way. I don't believe in anything, but like, yeah. it's just an interesting enough, because there are enough. Is it like, is a dynamic that you don't believe in anything and you believe in all of it? Well, I no, do believe not in, quite. Yeah. in like, some things but like i'm I'm just kind of open-minded but sure. there is something to it because there's so many different patterns in it that it's like maybe there is something about like the day that you came into existence and yeah. where things are because the moonlight affects tides and yeah things my like that my period so. my moon time yeah yeah all A kinds of, of things unknown. but i think also to you guys being cisgendered men <laughs> like like here you we go and no 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 but it's more like like are you in tune with yourself are you in tune with like other like are you in tune with the universe or how things flow for you are you aware of like the minute changes in yourself and what's outside of you are you aware that everything changes all the time inside and outside and where are you in tune of that yeah so for me like there's a lot of observations i notice to myself that i'm not gonna bring up but like within myself within whatever i observed in lewis over pisces full moon or him as a person or me as a person and just like how i was affected or like oh i was really angry and frustrated on x day did that have to do with the planet it could it could not have but but then why did i feel so angry when i'm not normally angry or frustrated about whatever like so there's some things guys don't really think about that no you don't you're just breaking things i guess (laughs) I We're guess just destroying penetrating and, things. Yeah. Whereas I'm receiving <laughs> just everything. Just fighting and fucking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. I guess there is some eating dynamite to that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Knowing why you feel or just blaming the stars. Just blame sure. you know. And like, you know, I have to I, I'm in tune with my feelings and I like whatever. I, I swim deep in them. But yeah. I wanna just get into one more aspect sure. of a Mars chart, which is the Venus in Aquarius. This is it looks to be like pretty much the only other air sign you have. Venus in Aquarius and then your North Node in Libra. I will get into that. Mm. Uh, The Venus sign is like your love and romantic behavior. Aquarius is kind of like the aloof, weird, cool girl of the Zodiac. Like the cat doesn't give a fuck and cares so much about originality, Mm -hmm. but can also detach from their feelings. So Aquarius has a really great way of being aloof unemotional yeah. like you can decide whether you give a shit about someone or not like yeah. you and most of the time you probably don't because maybe you might not care or yeah. you, you you know you can really be detached from that situation mm-hmm. but above all what Aquarius loves is originality yeah whether that's something that you perceive like your qualities or another person's unique qualities Aquarius that, uh, really gives a shit about that, that. tracks yeah yeah I, I, I find it's very important in a relationship that enters that you want to be excited by who you are and excited sure. by how they make you act like i find myself drawn mm-hmm. to a lot of people who when i'm with them i also feel like i'm more creative and i Ooh. feel like i'm making them more creative and we're both sort of yes. bouncing off each other yeah you know? yeah that's cool that makes sense and aquarius is an air sign very mental right like air signs are intellectual and always thinking so yeah that that's really that's really intriguing mm. cool Shall we get into some cards? I, I love this like 20 minutes of compliments. This is really nice, <laughs> you know? Why? What are you used to? <laughs> I'm used to what constant verbal to? abuse. That's uh, <laughs> no, not that. But like, I, I was genuinely, because there's you haven't given me any bad news no, on any of this. No, there's nothing bad. There's know? nothing bad to say, really. Yeah. There never is at all. And like, you know, like a lot so of So it is, Earth... it is a pretty, pretty like positive way of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. 
if all things i'm a positive person but um how long have you been doing comedy for amar uh six years six years and what do you have to say about that like have you seen uh like your progress and like have you seen that your hard work has paid off over these six years like i'm just going on a capricorn vibe so i'm curious yeah i i think so i think uh the only thing you need to really be good in comedy is a degree of self-awareness you don't have to start out being Mm. super funny but if you Mm -hmm. can uh, find what's not working and fix it. I, I mean, self-awareness and then also personally, I think you should be nice, but a lot of people yes. aren't nice and are yes. self-aware, but okay. still can go quite far. Okay. Uh, so, so that's not necessary. But yeah, I, I think like, like I don't feel like I started super funny. Okay. You know, I don't feel like I started great. I have no people who have started super funny, okay. but I think by just like, writing a lot and yeah. going on stage a lot i have gotten to a place that i like i'm like oh i like what i'm doing now that's I feel awesome good about it yeah. and you, went, that- you went to edinburgh festival recently did you yeah yeah i was just there so you had like a you had like a show there that you put on with uh with yeah with, with uh, jack hirschfield oh, yeah, hopeful yeah. future guest of the podcast <laughs> um i asked him he he'll, he, he, he'll be on it he blew you off no oh, well, okay okay he, maybe you did actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. i still have him on yeah we forgive. Uh, but yeah, we went there and then we were just, we had our own show. We were doing like a lot of time together and that was, that was really, really nice. And that felt cool. like very transformative, very growing in terms yeah. of comedy, you know? Because you, you acquire certain comfort when you're just on stage that much that I think is very important to have. And I just feel very relaxed all the time. Yeah. How is it different in, um, in Scotland? Uh, there's more of a culture of like, heckling it's oh, like kind of a yeah, i mean yeah. you're oh, familiar with uk it's a lot like more a drinking and stuff. over there yeah it's like part of it so that the audience expects you to talk to them for a while mm-hmm. and they expect yeah. that they will shout some stuff at you and you'll shut them down a couple of times yeah, yeah, yeah and then the show will proceed as normal yeah but it's like that first bit it's like i i enjoy it kind of it's fun to do but i yeah. prefer just to be like i'm just gonna tell my jokes yeah, and yeah, riff. yeah. i don't want to have to like yell at an old scottish man <laughs> who got too drunk because he doesn't have the kids tonight Damn. you know no that shit's that shit's annoying people think that the uk is a really good place to do comedy but it's no, it really isn't. It, there's no real good like British comedians, really. There's a handful, honestly, yeah, that like, I think is good. But just like, because of the setup, okay. a lot of gong, I, I feel like there's shows. more than we just haven't heard of, or that yeah. I haven't heard because I'm over here. But I think uh-huh. just the the uh, the landscape for doing that is way more restrictive compared to here. In which, terms of in terms of being able to go out and do mics, sure. There's yeah. more opportunities that on like uh, gong shows. Or very just sort of like brutal scenarios right. that you have to like go up at, and it's like really long to go to these pubs in the middle of nowhere yeah. and like do three minutes. Then this old ass audience has to decide whether they want you on yeah. for the extra two. Yeah, like they have they have like placards and they just that's crazy. It's brutal. I feel like it lives it's like almost, pressure cooker uh, in, in extremes because you have those right. You have those and you have your gong shows where everything's yeah. so high pressure. Everything's so like a lot of like roast battle stuff too out yeah. there. But on the other hand, I think like the UK, from what I've seen and heard, like has a built-in respect for theater and the arts in general. So if that's you are true, good yeah. and you are on a good show, yeah. like people won't heckle you. You mm. and you you can have long-winded bits that aren't necessarily yeah. super punchy like how they have to be in North I think America. it's a very um, old tradition of like theater and things like that because if you think back it was the first country which kind of maybe had that kind of that kind of large-scale organized theater yeah, in and that it, way and then you would get like the good seats and then you would get like the peasant seats the peasant seats at the yes. front and people might like throw tomatoes yeah. and shit yeah but they will still turn up for it yeah. so I guess that it's just part of the culture of being like 
spray combatant. It's to bother a guy on stage. Because yeah. British people are miserable as well. Yeah. So I don't think they like to see other people do too well. Right. There's a built-in culture of yeah. Yeah, theater Re- and displeasure with yeah. themselves and yeah. the world around them. Tallest poppy. Syndrome. Which I'm like, what do you guys have to be sad about? You had the world in your Honestly. hands. Had. <laughs> had. Honestly. Had. And you were still sad then. And then yeah. you fucked it up. You ruined it. You could have kept in control, but you lost your touch. It's lonely at the top. Lost yeah. the marbles. Yeah. yeah. Like an old wrestler, which I'm like, I don't. Yeah. I'm I'm glad uh, Britain didn't retain control of the entire <laughs> world, but also like you should have. What happened? Right? How I did mean, you mess that up? For real, it's hard look to at this shit. Yeah. It's like, hard to keep a grasp Brexit on that. Shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I I liked what you said, Amar. I actually am feeling like his confidence and the veteran comedy, like coming off of him now that he's talking about performing. Yeah. I honestly really feel that. For oh, you. thank you. Yeah, and like, and I like that you're like, oh, you know. I think at the end of the day, like I was thinking about this, about like success or like it, it's not even like what what gets you to whatever level that you want to be at in anything in life. Yeah. Hard work pays off. Consistency. Yeah. Doing something daily, even if you're too tired, like you've got to do it. You yeah. have to do it. It's consistency. And, and it's really your attitude. Mm. It's your attitude and your motivation and your will to get to wherever it's not even like that you're going somewhere it's just like you're you know that hunger that drive that will that's what gets you to wherever you need to be it's not so much about like how good you were like although you do have to have obviously some some form of talent or aptitude for whatever it is you're trying to pursue but it's the hours like your ten thousand hours and and your work time that gets you there because you obviously get better the more Mm. that you do things and the more that you do things like the snake eating its tail becomes where you've arrived at yeah so i can really i can really sense and feel that yeah coming from you i think it's like it's a really nice idea it's like a a point of comfort that i'm like oh like if you just work hard for a while like you'll be fine i mean not everyone like gets to make it make it i think most people don't yes but it's like yeah you could like you could make a living yeah you could live in a you live a decent life and do comedy every day and what a beautiful life that would be that's amazing i really like that sentiment and another super important thing that i noticed that you said it's like grind but be kind yeah and even through kind of i'm still not exposed that much to comedy i'm around sometimes or like sometimes some of the stories or things that i will hear from lewis or things that people are posting things or people are saying things that people say about each other or or like you know all of that stuff yeah yeah and even i noticed it like oh some people think that being like not backstabby or think that being negative or like putting someone down makes makes me better yeah it's not right like not supporting someone makes me feel better if i see amar do well on the night like why should i have any hostility like amar's amar and i'm different so why should i care that you did good and and why should that affect how i think about myself yeah how i treat you or how I treat like any other person like you shouldn't. Because there's like, yeah, there's like a tremendous amount of like almost inevitable personal growth as you go along. Yeah. Like what you're saying, one of the things is like just like working, learning yeah. how to work every yeah. day yeah. all the time is yeah. like most of the growth. I Maybe I'm not that much funnier, but I'm a lot better at working than yeah. I was when I started. Yeah. yeah. And then also, yeah, learning not to be that negative and that. Yeah. And kind, some people are kind of backstabbing. Yes. Some people yeah. are very clicky and like, I don't want to yes. associate with these people. Yes. These people are cool and this, yes. and this way, you know? Yeah. And that's like, I, it's crazy to me when you see people who are funny, but who haven't experienced that level of growth where it's like, how okay. have you stayed so angry yeah. and like so yeah. bitter, yeah. but you're still funny. So it feels right. like antithetical kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
That's really interesting. You you can complain a lot about comedy if you wanted to. Yeah. There's so many things to complain about, but it's like you have to be positive about it because everything's annoying to some extent. Yeah. And comedy's like it seems like too easy to complain about. It's like <laughs> it's like such a nice thing that you get to do and yeah. no one needs you to do it. Yeah. None of us right. have to it right. it's it's semi useless in a grander <laughs> global guy. I do believe that. I think it's <laughs> It's it is the price uh, of admission. It's like a selfish, semi-privileged thing yeah. to be able to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's it like, is. it's like, yeah, what are you complaining about? If you don't yeah. like it, then you can go, and right. and you can go, and you can live a very happy life. Yeah, sure. yeah. probably a happier life. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. I remember there was this thread on Twitter um, about people who had internships at magazines and stuff like that. Yeah, and it was a thread asking people to talk about the quote weirdest thing that your boss has told you to do on an internship so it was these like bunch of people with pretty like cushy placements at these places internships so obviously they had to go and like fetch dry cleaning or fetch coffees or something and it's like to be in the position to be sent out to send like get some dry cleaning that's fine to yeah. have a job where that's like the worst thing or somehow yeah, like that's the weirdest silly thing, thing. You've had to do. you're that's working crazy. at a magazine like yeah. you're not going to get an article on the first day just just work do some bullshit yeah. it's fine i had to massage prince andrew's feet <laughs> <laughs> I, I was really just trying to get into harvard so i mean you know and then he upsold you yeah, yeah i got upsold and i had to <laughs> Here, be on video. Here's a question. I, I guess it doesn't apply to you as much because it okay. seems you're already on or at the end or in the past sure. of like sort of wellness. But I think comedy is on some, like I love it, but I think on mm-hmm. some level it is kind of bad for you. It's like Ooh. a, yes. it's a really, you're putting yourself in a high pressure situation every night. A okay. lot of people's greatest fear is public speaking. Yes. And even if you're not Absolutely. like born afraid of it, it's still yeah. like a lot of adrenaline. It's just yeah. a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah. And then the lifestyle that normally yeah. goes along with it, it's kind of hard to escape of yeah. like you're drinking every night, you're out every night. Late nights. Um, and I, I think like I, I have a, a quitting fantasy of like, oh, what would I do mm. if I quit? And I was wondering like, what is, Lewis, is, what is yours? Ooh. Or do you have one? Quitting fantasy. Because uh, I'm like, oh, if I quit, there's a yeah. lot of other things that I could do that I think would yeah. be easier in mm. a lot of ways. That's interesting. I mean, maybe something like farming. Maybe just something like growing weed or yeah. something. In fact, shouts out to our second sponsor yes please healing hands farm Hell yeah they're like a like a small scale uh producer oh, that's these, dope. these two farmers dan yeah. and michaela yes i make love organic vegetables so mm-hmm. good um yeah healing hands farm i think that's the instagram but yeah maybe something like that something like um growing weed or yeah. something just like yeah. silly like that where i could just be with my plants right and just have like a weird like and so you just guys just work on your weed plants. You get stoned. You keep yeah. working on the plants. Maybe not even get stoned that much. You just, just want to create the weed. Just create the weed. Yeah. I did like actually. Good weed. Yeah. I managed to grow. Um, it was just. It was in uh, when I was living in the UK as well. Yeah. And I managed to just like get some uh, seeds from some like, outdoor grown weed. Yeah. And just put them in a plant pot to see. And yeah. They fucking sprouted. Yeah. In the windowsill of like. <laughs> rainy England, yeah, and, yeah. They, and they oh. grew quite big. They weren't going to grow any weed on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they were kind of starting, okay. but mm-hmm. yeah. that was pretty nice. So, yeah, something like that, something yeah. like independent and uh, 
Maybe I can Somewhat transform my backyard in the next growing season. I mean, yeah. because I'm not a gardener, I don't. I'm not good with. I like the low maintenance house plants that are all around here, but yeah. I'm oh, not what, a big gardener. What's but your quitting I could definitely fantasy? Grow something. Yeah, a, a, a weed backyard would be nice. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Sweet. a little bit of cash. Uh, my my quitting fantasy. I think the. I have like two that jump to mind, and mm. I, if I think about them, like more start to develop. Mm. And the the inevitability of all the quitting fantasies is that I know two weeks in, I'd be like, I need, I want to go do comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like it's it's a fantasy because I do prefer this life. I've chosen it, but yeah. Uh, the the first one is uh, I'm, I'm from BC. In BC, yeah. mm. there's uh, Squamish, which is a beautiful place to go rock climbing, yes. and I love to rock climb. Uh, and like I had a bunch of friends who I knew like growing up who just like kind of got vans or got little apartments there and that's what mm. they do they just dirtbag life yeah just like yeah. they live in vans and they climb all day mm. and then they have little jobs and I could really see happy. you doing that because yeah. at one point you were rocking a bandana yes <laughs> yeah I was yes. like immediately i was like he needs to have like a motorcycle yeah. like if you just turn into that guy like oakley's and just i'm like... ready i'm ready to be that guy i'm every day i'm this fucking close <laughs> yeah. to being that guy oh god and then uh the other one was it's like a weird like ma- like masculinity fan yes. where like i i moved to denver it's always been denver, denver. i don't know why cowboy mile country. high city and weird I, place i'm denver yeah and i and Ooh. then i work at like a steel mill in Ooh. denver and then i marry like a white woman and <laughs> yes. I get a little house and that's it Fuck that's yeah. the whole fantasy Amazing. and there's like a weird the, the dog maybe a kid you maybe there a kid. You go. yeah amazing denver I mean, my fantasy is to be a do-nothing bitch, but I kind of get to do that every day. You like, are. I cook organic right. food. Yeah. I kind of work out. I swim. I ride my bike. Yeah. I go say hi to my farmers every week. Yeah. Like, because I love cooking. I love cooking. And I love that I have organic produce to do it. Like, I love yeah. cooking for people that I care about. So, it's really important for me to, like, make stuff. Like, I make just whatever stuff I like. It's usually, yeah. like, Southeast Asian or, like, Asian food or, like, whatever yeah. amalgamation of that. And I really, really enjoy it. Like, I get into it. Like, I make my own shiso leaf kimchi. I make yeah, my own kimchi. Awesome. I pickle peppers. Yeah. I make my own hot sauce. Like, I make all kinds of shit. Yeah. Like, and I really like getting into that. Like, I make, I brewed my own kombucha. Like, I do a lot of stuff that's yeah. really self-sufficient. And I tried now to, like, get outside of, like, eating processed food or, like, just like although i like i love junk food like of course we all do but i really tried hard because my life is different this year i have a little bit more time yeah to actually like and it's again a capricorn thing like that's awesome like i I spent all day yesterday like cooking stuff preparing or processing food Mm -hmm. you know some people can buy applesauce in a jar i would never do that yeah like it it it's like so much time, like, but my fridge is full with stuff that I can now eat all week long, but th- like everything, right? And it's good but, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like everything, like your mentality to success or like how you get somewhere, like all the hours you put in, there's an output, you get something back from it. Yeah. And I think it's interesting what you're saying too, like, oh, like my fantasy of quitting or like so many things could be so much easier than like the life that I chose for myself. I think all of us can say that. Yeah. Everything could be so easy if you take the path of least resistance. But it depends yeah. what like easy is because hard work is kind of fulfilling in its own way. Hard work that you wanted to do. Yeah. If you're like physically at ease and just like being lazy, that's mm. hard on the mind. Yeah. You need to do stuff. You need to be put into some kind of, you need to, because obviously as uh, the Buddha said, life yeah. is suffering yes mm. but you just Buddhists need to that. focus it to like a 
a worthwhile kind of suffering. Yeah. Like waiting at an open mic because it's like that's what you have to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the five minutes that you get up there could be sick. And then But yeah. then also finding joy in suffering. Yeah. Like waiting exactly. at an open mic is still something that I love to do yeah. deeply. Mm. In almost like I was talking with someone about this the other day, but like a Stockholm syndrome kind of like I've been yeah. exposed to it so much. This really shitty experience and now i do kind of like it i one uh-huh. one is like yeah you get to talk to your friends yeah. and your friends if you're doing comedy and you you're meeting good people yeah. mm-hmm. are other people who are trying to practice being interesting and yeah. funny all the time so they're great people to talk yeah. to exactly. yeah exactly. and then also i find a true deep joy in watching someone bomb <laughs> like watching someone bomb on like bad terms like watching right. someone bomb because they're like being racist right. it's so Ooh. funny to me <laughs> because i think like this, this is the, the one downside of mm-hmm. comedy is that yeah. like your tastes get fucked up okay. like what you like because like if you were to watch yeah. a lot of porn every day yeah you're just like your eh. taste would get weird yeah and yeah, yeah. I yeah. watch a lot of comedy every yeah. day. Okay. And so my tastes are weird. And so I yeah. like watching someone be the worst person I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. In front of a crowd of people who don't like that they're doing that. <gasps> That's kind of an Aquarius thing too. Like the originality and the sh- and the pure shittiness sure. of like a, re- a truly shitty bomb. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's, it's a mean laugh. It's yeah, a condescending sure. laugh that <laughs> yeah. I laugh at these people. Yeah. A bit. And it's like, and I'm like, I'm not respecting them. Yeah, I'm not allowing sure. them to have capacity for change or to be right. better people. Right, because you've I'm labeled. I'm like, you yeah. suck. Yeah. And you're always going to suck. Yeah. And what a joy it is for me to get to experience that. Yeah, true. <laughs> There's beauty in all kinds of suffering. But it's true. Like, you could choose an easy path. It's like, I do kundalini every day. This is a very rigorous it's called the yoga of awareness. I do a lot of like chanting. There's a lot of like weird like movements and mm-hmm. stuff. And that is about 30, 45, probably an hour, 45 minutes, depending on how, oh, wow. how long I decide to delay or, or drag it out. Yeah. But it doesn't really get easier every day. Mm-hmm. Like it's very strenuous on my body. Sometimes I'm tired as fuck. Yeah. But I have to do it every day because that's the commitment that I made to myself. Right. Or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I have to do it every day. And, and like I'm tired to do it every day too. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, I got to do this. Once I get into it, some of it, right, you slip into, you're familiar, you're comfortable. Okay, yeah. you find your flow. But some things are like physically strenuous, mm-hmm. but I still have to do it. Sometimes I'm like crying because I'm emotional, yeah. I'm tired, and I'm like fighting myself through it, but I have to do it. Yeah. So like I understand that. Like then, and anything that's good is worth that grit and that struggle. That's what it taught me. Yeah. Grind Determination. I, I think I had said to Lewis recently, like, you know, like, let's say we we're all put in a survival situation. Yeah. Like with nothing. And, you know, the only thing that actually gets you through to be alive on the other side of you don't know what it's that will. And I was yeah. saying to him through like whatever I had been doing because I had had a hard week or like one day was a hard day. I was super tired. I'm like, I would survive yeah. because you need to have that like nugget inside. Even if all hope is lost or like you don't have water. Right. Or that that push, that, that change, that yes. fire. And I yeah. think a Capricorn, most of all, understands what that is if you have to get to a certain level yeah it's it's not easy it's not fun it's probably like fuck why am i why the fuck am i doing this why am i here but there's a reason Mm. and you have to see it through to the other side yeah should we get some cards out yes i have the psychedelic deck so basically what happens amar and this is amar's first tarot tarot reading he's never had it before All right, so I'm just going to be your hands. I am shuffling the deck here. Mm -hmm. You just tell me when I should stop shuffling. Mm -hmm. 
Right there. All right, here? Yeah. All right. So then from here, I have to cut the deck into three separate piles. Mm -hmm. So let me know about where I should cut it and where I should place to my left or my right. Mm -hmm. Like a third down, halfway, whatever. Uh, we'll go near the bottom okay, uh, like to your right. This? Yeah. This goes to my right. Mm -hmm. All right, we got to cut this one more time. And then that one near the top. Oh, interesting. Like this? Mm -hmm. And shall I place it here? Yeah, to the left. All right, and now you get to restack these in whatever order you like. So let me know. Uh, middle on bottom. There? Ye oh, wait. The middle stack is going to be on the bottom of what? Yeah, of the, sorry, of, of the uh, biggest stack of the one on this the This right. is going to go yeah. on top? Yeah. Okay. And then the biggest stack is going to go on top of the littlest stack. All right, here we go. So I've, I've painted a good word picture for the listeners of the podcast <laughs> on how I've arranged the deck. That's why okay. the chimes come in useful. Yeah. Just <laughs> start playing that Kill shit. Kill some time. So past, present, future. Let's look at our first card. I'm excited. Haven't read tarot in a while. Nice. We have the Ten of Cups. Why don't you describe this imagery? I'm seeing immediately a large skull, and that makes me worried. Don't get worried. About skull. <laughs> about skull. <laughs> I'm just like a guy who doesn't understand. I'm like, I'm going to see a skull later? Oh, no. Oh, God, I hope I don't see this big skull. This is, this is a cool, uh, very nicely painted card. I like the art a lot. Uh, we have we have a skull. Overarching the skull is a big rainbow with ten uh, grail-like cups on it. And then in front of a landscape that the skull is, is looking at, that is mushrooms and uh, shrubs and some sort of purple soil, uh, we have two sets of people who their head is a big eye. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and assume that I am the skull and I'm <laughs> looking at a family of people who are perceptive. Is that anything? All right. We have... The beautiful and harmonious Ten of Cups. This is also known as the happy family card, almost like the wish fulfillment card, because when we get to the number of 10, that's the number of completion. Mm -hmm. So this is actually such a beautiful card to have in the past. Lewis, if you want to elaborate with the book. The Ten of Cups indicates a situation of lasting contentment, real love, domestic bliss, and complete satisfaction in all your endeavors. It symbolizes people living harmoniously together, sharing their love and their lives unconditionally. It's so favorable that it can offset any negative cards in a reading. Cool. Wow. So you got like a the vaccine. I so have a get of jail free. Yeah. <laughs> much. yeah. Kind of. Um, and it's everything that most people wish for. Love, yes. harmony, Beautiful. happy family life, true love, uh, compatible contaminship. It doesn't mean wealth necessarily, but it symbolizes an abundant life in the true sense. Yeah. Amazing. Nice. And I, I don't know why I am so negative with all of these readings of myself in the future, cool. but, I was, but I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pull the tarot. It's going to be like gun card, gun card, gun card. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's not good. Was like, that was, like your inner kind of like you're like, ooh, what's going to happen? Was that kind of like how you felt where you're like, oh, I don't know what to expect? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like oh, with like all this, I'm like, I assume every look at who I am right. or any of my future or past will reveal a deep darkness that I can <laughs> never get rid of. Ooh, and well, so far we're doing pretty good so, so far so good nice and you know cups are having to do with the energy of water emotions relationships feelings the subconscious the moon so it's kind of got that like watery energy 
very emotional yeah. but again this is really kind of like this is great if that was your past card it's very harmonious right mm-hmm. it's like everything happened for you or like you have such a great base like a ground upon yeah. which to stand and that brings us to the present card and we have the two of wands if you want to describe this here sure two of wands we're looking at a beautiful uh, rainbow sky multicolored mountains shrubbery guy standing on the parapet of a castle i call him a guy but i don't know if that's entirely accurate because he's covered in a black sludge like robe his head is in his hands but it's head i'll tell you what baby it's not a head it's another eye (laughs) it's another eye baby and he's holding two wands what's on top of those wands is it a head no it's two more eyes what's spurting off the wands more eyes and when we have two of wands here, that's really a directional card, right? It's it's ambiguous. This is the present card. So it's kind of like, oh, where am I going? What's my direction? You can see the person kind of is, is like looking out onto the horizon. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's ambiguous, like, oh, I don't know which way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows perhaps that a second, perhaps unexpected factor could be entering into the situation at hand, something for which your plans have not allowed. Yeah. There's an element of surprise or it indicates like, you know, the not really the fork in the road, but like making a choice, this or that. Right. One or the other. Um, If it's upright, which it is, it says you are saying yes to a new enterprise with the expectation that you will achieve ownership, wealth, and good fortune. You have started something and are awaiting results. You may, however, have to deal with some unforeseen problems or encounter unexpected obstacles and opposition, such as like maybe something not coming through, a partner defecting, or a loss of support you were counting on. Sometimes this card could indicate a need to alter your course, but because this is the present... I mean, I kind of really latch onto with all the Capricorn vibes we have in this room. Like, you know, you're doing a new enterprise, achieving yeah. ownership, wealth, and good fortune. We're like, you know, we're here talking about comedy and you did just come back from a festival. So, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Things like the ball is rolling and things are happening. So that's amazing. Okay, cool. I felt the intuition to pull a full seven card reading for you because I'm just feeling that. So let's yeah. go to the future card. And we have the page of cups. So the cups returns again. This is, you can describe this here. If you thought 10 cups was too many cups on the other card, well, buddy, I got some good news for you. There's only one cup on this card. But you want something to drink? You're not going to get it. The cup, it's got a snake in it. Uh, It's a guy standing in front of a a, a beautiful pattern background. He has black rain or black droplets going all over him. He's sort of flowing a bit. His head, there's no head, or if there is, I can't see it because it's covered in the snake. Snake's head's cut off. Head's in the cup. I hope he doesn't drink it. That feels unhealthy. The Page of Cups is a messenger. And it's 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 almost dressed, like it's dressed a bit like a dandy here. Like, yeah. you know, very extravagant. A lot of like frills, like flowers all over this person's tunic. Mm-hmm. But here the page is bringing you a message about love. This is the future card. Ooh. And it says it could mean a situation that holds an emotional risk for you. It could be an engagement or a wedding. Circumstances could be exciting yet scary at the same time as with a sudden elopement. Um, if the card represents you, it says you have already decided to take an emotional risk and are not interested in being dissuaded. You're willing to give it your all and feel things will work out. So interesting. Yeah, I think that tracks. All right. Yeah. So one, two, three. I went for four and five. So card number four here as we keep going is the lesson that's coming into your life. So this may have already happened. It may be happening or it may be soon 
appearing in your life. And we have another messenger. We have the Knight of Wands reversed. Ooh. So the card is upside down, which, again, immediate anxiety <laughs> uh, looking at this upside down card. I fear that all the good work that we've done here has been undone and that the Knight of Wands will appear soon no. as the soon as I leave card, this apartment and kill me. The first me. card negates it. Okay. You're vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, but we, we have a, a knight riding a horse uh, and he... He looks like he's having a good time. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true. It's the messenger. <laughs> because his face, as yeah. with the other cards, is an eye, uh, which is not allowed for a lot of emotion. Well, even when reversed, the ones aren't particularly negative. But the reversed knights can indicate a delay in a message okay. or paperwork you've been expecting. Mm-hmm. A trip may be canceled because of bad weather or an engagement or wedding postponed or even broken off. Yeah. The reverse night can represent separation from people, places, or situations. Yeah. Okay. Not necessarily bad. Yeah, it's not necessarily a bad thing. And again, now we have wands. Your present is the wands, whether that's a choice you need to make or, you know, some ambiguity in the situation or a delay. Yeah. And that's reinforced also by, you know, this lesson that's arriving in your life, the knight of wands upside down. You can see the knight of wands is kind of like... He's kind of like the white knight of the tarot with a message, but it's just kind of like the message is delayed. Yeah. Um, wands has to do with the intellect, with the element of air, communication, ideas, creativity. Yeah. And to me, the knight of... Yeah, so it's like maybe there's a message that's being delayed or not on its way yet. Yeah. So I feel I feel that. I'm okay. like waiting on some news mm. about a thing I applied for. Okay. It's taking a while yeah. to hear that news. Okay. That's kind of comforting to be like, oh, it's going to take a little while yes. longer. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's not you. It's just the external situation. Mm-hmm. So we head down to the lesson already learned in your life. And we have... The six of cups reversed. This uh, you can describe it. This is like a childhood nostalgia card. Yeah, it's like uh, two kids in a garden. They seem like they're having a good time. One's giving the other one a cup with a flower in it, and then there's five of the cups with flowers, and I'm just kind of going around. In the distance, there's a guy with a spear, and that is scary. <laughs> and I'm worried about the kids. And if I'm the kids, I'm worried about me. If I'm the guy with a spear, I'm worried about what I'm going to do to these kids. Uh-oh. A happy card. Yeah. Oh, hey, okay. all those upside downs Fear are good. The six of cups reversed suggests changes in the immediate environment that will make you feel more secure. These may involve mm-hmm. meeting new friends or making new associations. You're developing new emotional tools that will aid you in the future. An important event is coming soon. Oh, hey, that's I nice. like that. That's very cool. And and that actually is um, something that's already happened. So you can take stock in that. Mm-hmm. Um, the second last card in the reading is what is working for you? Ooh, we have some, we have the two of swords reversed take a look at this first swords card two swords i got a guy he's holding two swords and wielding and and you're thinking this guy he's probably got a head right (laughs) see and use these two swords well my friend you are vastly (laughs) incorrect his head it's it's chopped up into his lap and you're like yeah but at least he's got two eyes right No, no 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 one big eye uh and it's reversed all, this card looks badass, and I like what I think the message is, but I worry that I'm so wrong. In the book, the Two of Swords, uh, the dual wielder actually has a blindfold on, 
So okay. they're not worried about cutting their, his head off. Yeah. But the same message that he cannot same see. Same message. Yeah. Uh, when the Two of Swords appears reversed, it exacerbates the stasis. The waiting. Ex- the stasis. The waiting that you're doing. There's a lot of waiting mm-hmm. for you here. Except that a person actually feels helpless to make the necessary changes. If a husband and wife are at odds, one party may be unwillingly admit to the tr- may be unwilling to admit to the truth of the situation, making discourse impossible. This may result in deceit or disloyalty, yeah. lying or duplicity. I don't really feel that that's what's going on here. Like, it, it's not that for sure. My intuition is just like, oh, it's this thing that Amar's waiting on. Yeah. And actually, this is what's working for you. To me, that's saying, like, the fact that you have the two of swords in this, that's, that's a position of uncertainty. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. You're just there waiting. Except to continue to be patient. Yes, exactly. The patience and the waiting. It says... That's all um, you need to do. And that's working. Like, instead of being impatient or trying to, like, you know, do something to fix the switch. Like, being reactive for no reason. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's about blind uh, logic. So, um, because you can't figure out with logic or or intellect how to proceed, you must rely on blind faith that the universe will sort things out for you. So... Yeah, cool. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I misspoke about the wands. The wands actually is creativity and fire, passion. Mm-hmm. The swords is about intellect, logic, and okay. you know, power dynamics, like as in indip- like implied with the suit of swords, mm-hmm. right? That kind of energy. And we come now to our final card in the reading. This is what's not working for you, and. I have here the eight of wands. So take a look here. It is reversed and. You know, the eight of ones, you can describe what, what's happening here. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, exactly eight ones, which is good. That's the number of ones I expected to see. <laughs> and now that that's happened, I feel nothing but uh, full body euphoria from which I <laughs> will never escape and have no desire to. And I'm wondering where I can get wands and if there's a wand Magic store wands. nearby. I mean... So this was reversed, wasn't it? Yes. So uh, this is about movement being unwanted, stressful, or unpleasant, such as being transferred across the country where you'd rather stay put. This is about going with the flow, wherever that might be. Um, Allow yourself to be open to new experiences, but be prepared and aware of what you're getting into. So relationships, marriage, business partners, um, Mm. that might suffer. Uh, You may be required to reprioritize your schedule to accommodate other people's needs yeah so a card of movement action and excitement things happening rapidly and success is assured Mm -hmm. yeah and and for me because so much of what you have in this reading like if if we go back to it okay the past is grounded in you know a lot of security a lot of harmony a lot of positive relationships emotion like you know a lot of things happen for you that you wanted to have happen that is you're secure in that yeah. The present is looking out over the horizon. Which way should I go? Is there a direction that I need to go? There's some ambiguity. Perhaps there's a choice that needs to be made. You don't know yet. Yeah. And then um, talking about the Knight of Wands, a lot of it represents a delay or just, just this waiting. And even the fact, like, I know that the the Eight of Wands is really about when it's upright, it's like things are going to move fast. Lightning yeah. strikes, illumination. I see what's happening. The fact that it's upside down, like... It, it also further reinforces the fact that here you are 
you just gotta just wait gotta and see it. what happens yeah. you don't have to be reactive to like force someone's hand or, or change anything in the situation you're on the right track and even though many of these are reversed that doesn't mean it's negative yeah a number of the cards that you had here also are all about the right things coming to you mm-hmm. like fortune like whatever it is all the good things are coming to you, you just have to sit here cool. do your own thing and wait it's coming yeah if it isn't here already it's already here looking at the past you have a lot of things now you're gonna get a yeah. lot more just be patient it's on it's like right around the corner that's very much my feeling here so i feel really great about mm-hmm. this reading this is a very this is a really nice harmonious reading sweet yeah do you feel better now i do i feel great about the future we saged you yeah <laughs> put the chimes on got some nice cards lock yeah. Cards. Lots of head. yeah lot yes. of wands. damn we put my birthday and birth time on the internet for everyone to hear <laughs> yeah, exactly. which i love well, we didn't put the years so you can be whatever however age. old i'm gonna steal your identity tonight <laughs> cool please <laughs> we need your social security number yeah. to do a <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's what when you were asking for my birth date and birth time i was like yeah my credit card info too huh this is how it happens what's your what's your home address mr singh <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yes i'm his wife yeah. Uh, yeah. he just lost some information yeah. and <laughs> i just need to get it for him i wasn't sure whether to include the birth time because it seemed like too specific and weird. No, yeah. you shouldn't include that. I shouldn't include that. Wait, when you speak it? Yeah. I think it's okay. Yeah. It doesn't. I think it's okay. It shows precision. Yeah. In and Virgo I season, I, like I also don't think that. that my birth time is on any documents. Like, I had to look yeah. around yeah, to find exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's approximate. Okay. Do we have a big question for Amar to finish? Oh, if you were a candle or could make a candle scent, what candle would you be? What candle Excellent What candle question. would you uh, be? I I read something a long time ago that uh, if we were talking about how that's scary that it is they can like make scents and flavors and stuff. Okay. If the people at Doritos had like Ooh. at one point or another figure out how to tape like make a chip that tastes like mom. Like the feeling uh, of mother. What? Yeah, of like Whoa. they can they can like I I don't know how true this is, but the idea was that they could hit the receptors in your brain wow. to make you feel like I Whoa. guess you were talking Dude, to your mom. That is, and so I want to be that fucking insane <laughs> wow. candle that Wait, you smell so, it and you feel wow. safe. Wow. So they were ex. Did they make this as a prototype? Like, like it, like it never like testing. went. I don't think that they were so trying insane. to go to market or anything. I think they were yeah. just like fucking around, wow. and they happened upon this. <laughs> And Speaking of crazy, they Epstein and that. Yeah. Think about what kind of things they would have access to. On oh, that level. Yeah. Oh, they they're eating mom existence. chips all day. They're yeah. they're having. You know, you wake Honestly, up, eat a mom chip, smile in the mirror. You it, know? It, it was said. It was reported this week that he had been seen as recently as last year in the company of like eleven and twelve year old children. Yeah. Jesus. Like Christ. what? And he was into eugenics and like he right. was into eugenics. Sorry? He's into eugenics? He yeah. was into all this sort of weird genetic researching. He had all yeah. these different um, Harvard, MIT yeah. researchers. See the human race island. with his genes. And then yeah. all yeah. the shit, like the MIT lab fallout, that was mess. What was the MIT? He um, donated a lot to yes. them. And he used to go and hang out at, at MIT, the MIT as well. Yeah. And just like shoot the shit. Um, he used to be a maths teacher and then he became like a stockbroker. Yeah. Teacher at Dalton. But, yeah. That's yeah, like, crazy. like I, I always laugh at the name of like the Japanese dude who's who who like ran the lab who like would always say like you gotta keep Jeffrey's name off of it. Yeah, Bill Gates' name is mentioned, and I don't know what we're all gonna do with that. Like, it's yeah. like 
it was either directed through Epstein or like do this in Gates, like for Bill Gates, but it's directed via like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. He would show up at the lab with two like Eastern European model type assistants and the other woman, Swenson, like Heidi Swenson or whatever, who worked there, yeah. did feel a lot of guilt. And like she's like, she had, she resigned because like I can't, like I can't do this. We had to cover up the money that he's sending. Yeah. He's a known pedophile. And her and the other female working at the lab were like, they discuss like, okay, what should we say to these ladies in case they're here not on their will? Like, right. how do we say that? So oh it was like, it's fucked. Yeah. Oh, but the funny thing is that the name, the guy, the Japanese dude who had to resign, like his name is like Joy Ito. So like J-O-I. And I'm yeah. just like always laughing every time I see his name. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, he should be really happy, but he's working with this pedophile. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. He's like, oh, can you give us like 10 mil? Yeah. yeah, no no worries, man. You know, I, you know, I bet they have I bet they have a bunch of chips that cut out any moral ambiguity. <laughs> I think they have a they have a chip and you eat it and you feel good about every decision that you make. I love how they can just transform make all these incredible like cutting edge drugs, but they're all just in chip form. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. Why, we could do a pill. Yeah, but... no, no, I yeah, for some reason I assume that you they're keeping eat a bag it of in them. chip. Yeah. That would be so sick. Like that plus nacho. No more <laughs> questioning of self. And then also you're eating nacho. What sure. a great way to live. Sure. What flavor would you be? Mm. Damn. Chip. Ooh. A chip? Ooh, a potato. Like a chip? Like a like a chip? Yeah. Like a chip, a candle, or some kind of candle chip combo. Yeah. Or like incense. But incense like is my favorite. Like a small triangular candle. Incense. A tri- mm. Filled in a, with a, in a plastic bag with other small triangular candles. A candle mm. or a chip. I, I mean, I do love like sour, like malt vinegar type chips. I would... Would you be that candle? Oh, like, oh. Like a malt, malt vinegar, vinegar candle. Yeah, yeah, I would be a malt vinegar candle. candle. I'd be a malt vinegar <laughs> yeah. chips The most candle. UK candle. You want to you be a fish and chip candle? Disgusting. Like a chip shop. Sounds like a chip shop. I miss, like, disgusting, like, <laughs> fried fish with, oh. like, soggy chips. Because oh. you thick, get, like, a... Thick chips. You get, like, a plate of just, like, beige. <laughs> yeah. like oh. uh, Like, the fried oh. fish. You get the chips. Mushy peas. No seasoning whatsoever. Yeah, that's just fried. Uh-huh. I used to get these little pucker pies, and I used to like uh, take the top off, eat the filling out, and then stuff it with chips. Yeah, and then eat it like a chip pasty. <laughs> it, oh, Honestly, that sounds amazing. That. I'm like, yeah, hungry it does. Now. So good. All right, I think we should. Uh, oh, it's perfect timing. Let's wrap it up there. Unless we've got anything else to say, Emma, you got anything to plug or? Uh, nothing specific. I just got back in town, so I don't really have anything booked. But I'm, uh, I mean, keep an eye out for the next uh, the very blank show. Uh, we're doing a weird sketch show at comedy bar. Oh yeah, pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Check that out. Was it Wednesdays? Uh, yeah, it's it's on Wednesdays. We don't have a, another date yet. Uh, at real exciting on Instagram. At my wife right on Twitter. The Instagram is me trying to be cute. <laughs> the Twitter is like a lot of cum jokes it's pretty disgusting <laughs> i'm glad that you know that where the separation is yeah because i i don't like mm. when people cross post their tweets on no instagram. that's a crime and should be it's punished. trashy yeah. it's like instagram is high vibes it's yeah. chilling out with your friends yeah, yeah. it's dank nugs yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just hanging out twitter is come yeah Tw- twitter's come and like my little cousins follow me on instagram you know yeah. so i can't yeah i'm gonna be gross on that yeah, keep it true. aspirational yeah keep grinding keep it beautiful 
Twitter is the cum diet, and and Instagram is my organic farmer diet. <laughs> All right, Healy hands I got it. Yeah, Amar, if you want to play the drums <laughs> out, I would love to. 